Hi guys and welcome back to the Rage Active Podcast. My name is Rage J. I am your host. I'm also a master coach and I'm so excited to get stuck into this episode with you guys. It's developing a healthy relationship with your body, finding inner confidence and really just accepting who you are and accepting your body. And I think this is a really important lesson. This is all part of the mental fitness, the mental health aspect of working into our health and fitness journey. I feel that it's a really important topic to talk about, particularly as women, because I feel that so much of what we experience along our health and fitness journey isn't just to do with the strategies that we implement, i.e. the strategies of eating or approach to nutrition or training. It's got to do a lot with our perceptions of ourselves, our own body image, how we feel about ourselves and our body. And I think this is actually the most important piece to the whole thing. And, you know, I think it's okay to you know, have those external goals and aesthetic goals if they're there as well. But we also want to really work on the inner part of ourselves as well so that we feel good within ourselves and not really attribute too much to things outside of us. So I really wanted to get stuck into a few things, lessons that I've learned and tips that will help you really develop this healthy relationship with your body. So the first point that I want to kind of highlight is to find your worth within, which really is finding this sense of self-worth with your internal parts of yourself or the inherent qualities that you have that are outside of your external appearance. You know, you really want to focus on the things that you love about yourself as a person, the things that you are great at doing, your natural talents and abilities, any kind of skills that you've cultivated, those kinds of things, qualities that you've got as a person and really focus on those things and being proud of those things rather than placing your value on external appearance or your outward appearance per se. I think it's totally fine to have goals. You know, we all want to look good, you know, for the amount of time that we are on this earth, we obviously are all wearing this human suit that we, you know, are carrying around with us. And I think it's only human to want to look the best that we can, but to not place all our value on our our external appearance, I think is very healthy for us emotionally and mentally. And this lesson was something I learned. I think surprisingly, you might find that I learned this from being a professional swimsuit and sports model. Now, I don't really talk about this part of my career very much. If you follow me on IG, you may have seen some pictures that I post. And still to this day, it's one of those things that I get quite conflicted about because it is... Uh, you know, I'll go into the story of, of how that actually came to be. But, you know, although I do really love creating those kinds of images, I do also, you know, want to advocate for having a really healthy relationship with yourself internally and not really being too fussed or too focused on, you know, those kinds of photos and things like that. So, I was a professional sports and swimsuit model for, you know, a period of time in my career and I 
was featured in a bunch of national magazines and calendars. I won a bunch of state titles. And so from the outset, you know, looking inwards, you might say that I was quite successful in that space for the amount of time that I was doing it. The thing that I really learned from that period of time was really that to not place my value based on how I looked because really when I look back at that period of time, even now, you know, obviously now I still do shoots and things and I work with some awesome activewear brands and sports brands, which I'm very grateful and blessed to be able to still do. Uh, It's, you know, a small part of my work these days. Um, But, you know, I think that being in the industry at that time, one thing that I do want to highlight is that, you know, I very much was genetically blessed with certain bodily attributes that happened to be favorable in the industry at the time. And, you know, obviously different industries have different trends at different times. When I was doing sports modeling, um, the look that I had at that time worked really well. And, you know, that I think that's really why I was quite successful in, in being featured in a bunch of things and, you know, winning comps and stuff like that. Now, you know, if you place your value on purely your success based on your outward appearance, it's so dangerous because inevitably your body is going to shift and change. And specifically, if you're looking at it in the modeling context, obviously trends change, you know, back in the 50s, what was kind of popular or the ideal body shape was a very hourglass kind of figure. And then you move into the 90s, it was very like this wafer thin kind of like heroin chic Kate Moss type of thing. And then we move, you know, even now it's, we've sort of gone back to a bit more of a shapely figure, more curves and, you know, so it's always shifting. That's always changing. And also as women, our bodies are always changing. So we can never, you know, I feel that it's very dangerous to kind of attribute our worth to that, you know, because it's a shifting target basically. And, you know, at the time I, uh, you know, I, I definitely felt like it was a great experience and I had some really great experiences, you know, working in those comps and doing shoots and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I never felt inherently like I had really to, to learn anything to be a model except for to pose and to know, you know, what angles to kind of hold my body at and, and all that kind of stuff. And since I've sort of been in the media and entertainment industry pretty much my whole adult life, that's very, that comes very naturally to me because I'm just so used to it. I'm practiced in it. But aside from that, uh, you know, posing and whatnot, I didn't feel like I brought anything inherently right to that kind of, to those you know, successes, um, as, as, you know, aside from posing and maybe staying in shape. And so for me, that was never, it's never been like the highlight of my career in terms of like, I feel so proud of those moments. Of course, I love the photos and whatnot, but you know, there are other things that I've done in my life that I feel so much more proud of things like, you know, growing as a person and things like that, that I feel so much more proud of and where I base my worth on a lot more, which to me feels so much more fulfilling. And I think one of the dangers of uh, placing your worth on your external appearance or similarly, any kind of outward or external validation or approval when you're looking outside of yourself to other people to tell you what you're worth, it's so dangerous. And I think we really need to find that value our own sense of self-worth within ourselves as well and uh it's it's also very interesting too because 
whenever you base your worth on others' opinions, you, you, you can never control what other people think of you. And I'll give you an example because I feel that, you know, perhaps if you see images that, you know, you might deem as being ideal or whatever it is, that you may think that that, that person can only get, you know, positive positive uh, reinforcement or, or comments or whatever. But I, I'll give you an example of when I I was early on in my coaching career and I used to put out digital books and things like that. And so I, I kind of beta tested this uh, sort of cover for this particular digital book that I was about to release. And one of the covers was a bikini shot photo and, and the other cover was one where I had like a shirt dress on or something like that. It was two completely different covers. One was more showing my body and one was not showing my body. And I polled some readers to to kind of find out what the perception was and how people felt about these images, right? And so the response was very, very conflicting, which kind of reflects how I feel about this whole topic anyhow. But some people found the body shot, the one that showed my physique essentially, uh, to be inspirational and they really thought that that was something that they would like to aspire towards. Even if they weren't trying to look like me specifically, they like to see that kind of image. And then, you know, the, the other half of people said that it made them feel uncomfortable and preferred the other one with, with like a, the shirt dress on or whatever. So, you know, from that perspective, you can just kind of see that if I had sort of placed all my value based on what other people thought of me, uh, it could be so damaging, you know, for for myself to base my worth based on what other people think when it, it's so differing. And this is what I've learned very, very early on in my career being in front of the camera is that, and especially in, in those kinds of professions like acting and modeling where so much of your success even if it's not inherent, it is, you know, you are judged on how you look. You really are. And even one of my agent friends had said to me, I think early on in my career, he said, um, you know, before you even get into the room, um, the casting director or whoever is going to have looked at your photo and made a judgment about me as an actress before they've even seen me act based on what I look like. And so, you know, inherently that's part of the profession and same with modelling. But it's so, you know, th- that kind of situation just highlights the fact that you cannot allow yourself, it doesn't matter what other people think of you, but you can't allow yourself to place your value uh, on on your external appearance or what other people think of you just because it it is so fleeting and it's so subjective, right? It's up to that individual person. So it's just so important to really cultivate that deep, rich inner world, which is why I'm so big on mental health, mental fitness, and cultivating this this deep relationship with yourself because, you know, inevitably our bodies will change. Inevitably, people will think different things of us. Inevitably, you know, the trends will shift and we won't fit into the ideal um, body shape or whatever at any given time, you know. So really developing that sense of self-worth within you is just so, so, so important. 
The second point that I think is equally as important is to not compare yourself to anyone outside of you. And I mean, I know that it's really hard, you know, particularly these days when social media is so prevalent. So we have images coming at us all the time, a lot more than I feel that it used to be, uh, you know, previous to social media. And inherently as women too, I think specifically, culturally speaking, we have this social narrative that kind of underpins everything. And even if we're not consciously aware of it, we are sort of hearing this message that our worth is based on how we look. And that may come through, you know, really plain as day messaging, like the beauty industry or the fitness industry, because, you know, there are images that people use for marketing and that that is just part of the way that that industry works. Um, But also, we are also being given this social narrative through implicit messaging. So that could mean, you know, kind of hidden messaging in people's behaviors towards you in other kinds of situations that you may encounter that, you know, isn't so obvious, I suppose. And so it really is so important for us as women to take that responsibility back on not buying into any kind of ideal for yourself, you know, and to make one for yourself. So, you know, to not think that you need to look a certain way or to be a certain way, but to really just create that ideal for yourself. I mean, you know, definitely from my experience, and I can only speak to my personal experience, is that I don't feel like I've ever fit in anywhere, even though, you know, I happen to be in this industry and happen to be, you know, in certain industries that are more front-facing. As an Asian Australian person in this country, I'm definitely not the majority. I've always been the minority. And so, you know, I have never felt like I fit in really anywhere. Even in in more mainstream media, you know, where the typical image that you kind of, I don't know if it's so much these days, but I think definitely, you know, a little while ago, that sort of like very thin, blonde, blue-eyed, slim figure woman was definitely the ideal. And even, you know, I would get told that um, when I would, you know, be speaking with agencies or whatever about different commercials or different jobs that they would be having, that that's what they're looking for. That's what products and brands are looking to work with. The kind of ideal Aussie image is a blonde girl with blue eyes, really thin and, you know, five foot seven or eight or whatever it is. And I don't fit into that. Um, and I, I would imagine most girls don't, but it's, you know, and that and that's why it's so important to not compare yourself to that and just to create it for yourself. Now it's a little bit different and too, it's a bit more diverse, which is really nice to see things changing, you know, but still because we're exposed to so many images, it is really important for us to take responsibility for ourselves. So if you do need to, you know, create some boundaries around your consumption on social media outlets or certain images or things like that, then do that for yourself. You know, if it's, if it's not good for you, just make that decision and, and really put those boundaries in place. And the third point I would say is again, very important, equally important. And that is to get to know your body essentially be the boss of your own body. And I think this is one that gets neglected a lot and it really is the key that is going to help with everything along your health and fitness journey. And that really is 
taking responsibility for becoming the expert of your own body because no one else can tell you how you feel in your body, how your body responds to different foods, how you feel after you eat certain foods, how you feel after you train in a certain way. All of those things, those decisions can be made by you and they should be made by you. Of course, you can seek out support and guidance for, you know, if you do need assistance along your way, like coaches and trainers and health professionals that are available to help you along your journey. But it's almost like because there's so much out there, you want to take it with a grain of salt, try some stuff, see how it feels in your body, and then make that decision as to whether that's right for you or not. You know, just because someone is an expert in an area does not mean that their approach is you know, definitively right for you. You can take pieces of different coaches or different trainers uh, approach to health and fitness and kind of make it your own thing as well. My belief is very much that we are all individuals. We have our own body. We all can be bosses of our own body. And so if you really kind of grab that and take hold of that, then you're able to set the goals that are going to be most aligned for you. So you want to know what your values are to start with. And again, it's totally fine to have aesthetic goals. I think it's really healthy to have a mix of both. If you don't want to have aesthetic goals and it's not to do with with looks at all, that's also totally fine. Everybody has their own thing. You, you know, you could have a health goal, you could have a gut issue, you could have a, um, you know, a performance goal. There's so many different goals that you can have in terms of your health and fitness that you can decide that for yourself. And then you can track your own progress. So just focusing on your own progress towards that goal. And then you can look back and see how far you've come, see how much you've grown. And often, you know, this is one of the reasons why I think just kind of focusing on your own goal is really important because I know that I definitely have seen it, that there is a lot of criticism and judgments about what people are working towards. And I would just say to that, you know, some people need a goal to work towards. It doesn't really matter what the goal is because really when you look back at the journey that you've taken towards that goal, that's the part that you're going to be most fulfilled and satisfied by. How much you've grown as a person, how strong you've become, how much progress you've made despite what the goal is, right? And yes, it could be an aesthetic goal. Yes, it could be a health goal. Yes, it could be a performance goal. It doesn't really matter what the goal is. Just as long as that goal resonates with you and is important to you, that's what's most important because if that goal is not important to you, it's not going to drive you. You're not going to hold on to that motivation to continue with your progress, right? So it really is a matter of getting to know yourself. That self-awareness piece is so huge with everything that we do, but particularly with our health and fitness, we focus on ourselves. We focus on getting to know ourselves better, focus on getting to know our bodies better, you know, kind of tuning in, finding those little signals that our body gives us when we're, you know, we've gone too hard, it's too hectic, whatever, we can pull back our training, we can pull back on our nutrition approach, whatever it is, and adjust along the way. But if we have that self-awareness, we can make those adjustments instead of just blindly following, you know, whatever approach because XXX said so, right? Like, and I think, you know, I'm a coach, so I've obviously got a certain approach that I take to nutrition and to training and whatnot, but that might not work for everybody. It depends so much on 
where you're at in your health and fitness journey, what your goals are, how you feel about yourself. You know, there's all these different determinants and it really is your job to be the boss of that and to know all these things because no one else can tell you what that is for you. You're the one that can decide that. So I really, really feel that, you know, get as much information as you can and and read and educate yourself and listen to different coaches. If it doesn't feel good for you, then you can ditch it. But you know, once you get to know yourself better, then you can kind of have the confidence to make those decisions for yourself. So these three points, finding this sense of self-worth within yourself with these internal uh, qualities that you have, not comparing yourself to other people and really getting to know your body and yourself, these three points are really going to help you develop a healthy relationship with your body. And really the central focus is just focusing on you coming back inwards and not looking so much outwards for that validation because, you know, there's so much shit out there. We can totally get carried away and and look to other people and, and then, you know, not feel good because we haven't come back to who we are and focused on that. So I think just getting to know yourself and being best mates with yourself is, I think, really the point of it. So... I hope this has helped you guys in finding a bit more of a healthy relationship with your body. This really is the mental fitness piece or the mental health piece of anyone's health and fitness journey. You know, on top of this, you also then have your, you know, obviously the action steps. So you want to take the training strategies and the nutrition strategies to reach that goal. But this part is really important too, to make sure that along your journey, you feel good about yourself and you feel good in your body. And I feel that that is especially for women. And I know this because of the clients that I've worked with uh, one-on-one that, you know, this piece is so important for us emotionally and mentally as well. So hopefully this has helped you guys. And if you did like this episode, please screenshot it and tag at Rage Active, share it to your IG stories. And I, um, I'm so happy that you guys are enjoying the podcast. I'm hearing so much awesome feedback from you guys. And uh, I'll catch you on the next episode of the Rage Active podcast. Thank you.